0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, listeners to KBXL 94. one. Good morning to you. Okay, I'm getting a little silly, but Lord bless you. It's a great day. It's always a great day to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thank you so much for listening. The other day I ran into somebody. And she told me that she listened to the radio show all the time. I had no idea. Her name is Alexis. And so, Alexis, if you are listening today, I'm sending a shout-out. Thank you for listening to this show. And I pray God blesses you, blesses your husband, and blesses your children as you serve him. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this great day. Thank you for all the listeners that are faithful to listening to Christian Radio, who are faithful to reading your word, who are faithful in the house of God. And Lord, if there are some listening today that are struggling in their lives, they're struggling in their faithfulness, they're struggling in their praying, God, deliver them today. Give them strength, give them power to do those things they know is right and lead them every single day. I give you praise and thanks for the opportunity to share God's word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, once in a while, uh, in our lives, we deal with situational things. I mean, I, not once in a while, all the time. But you know what? I can tell you this. If you practice the presence of God in your life, the Bible says, I've always share this in First John 3, he who practices righteousness is righteous. There was a guy traveling through New York, and he asked a man, how does one get into Carnegie Hall? And he said, "This practice, practice, practice." I've had people ask me uh, over the course of time, "Oh, Pastor, how back in your basketball, you talk about was been, was able to make over hundred three hundred free throws in a row, and over uh, and hit making twenty eight three pointers in a row. How did you get to that point where you could shoot make that many shots in a row?" I'm going to tell you, practice, practice, practice. We probably shot a thousand shots a week. And my brothers and I. And that's why we always had this ongoing free throw and three-point contest. And we became very proficient at shooting. And it was because of practice. I read stories of great coaches of our time, John Wooden, UCLA's Vince Lombardi, uh, Rick Petino, Louisville, key ingredients to success. I read all their books about success. And those who practice harder than anyone else find success is what they said. Those who practice harder. So I'm telling you, and me, practice the presence of God. Practice being the very best person you can be. Practice reading God's Word and being faithful to those things. For one to be inducted into the Hall of Fame of football or any sport, you had to play with excellence. And many great ones and don't make it because you have to be, you have to be a step above. Oh, a year or two, probably, no, I think two or three years ago, uh, the great Jerry Kramer spoke to us at our men's breakfast. He was a great Green Bay Packer uh, guard who blocked for Bart Starr and won that first Super Bowl. But, you know, he was always overlooked at the Hall of Fame. But you know what? He finally got in. He got in. It's so cool. And if any of Jerry's family or friends are listening, men from Cloverdale Church of God, we are so happy. We are so happy for him that uh he got his due. I've got news for you today, though. One cannot earn admission to heaven, even though some people teach that. Things that we're, we have to be worthy of a heaven. It isn't the truth. Jesus already did it for us. He went to the cross for us. He shed his blood for us, for our sins. And anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, the Bible says. We'll have eternal life. Anyone. The thief of the cross certainly didn't earn heaven. He lived in sin his whole life until that moment that he said, Today, Lord, today I believe. I want to be with you. Jesus said, Today you will be with me in paradise. Actually, the thief said, Remember me. And Jesus said, Today you will be with me in paradise. Folks, we get it misread sometimes. We think, Well, I'm just not capable. I've been to services and funerals and this now where people got up. Well, I'm just not worthy. What do you mean you're not? None of us are worthy. Not a one of us. But Jesus Christ went to the cross for us, for the forgiveness of all our sins. It's called grace. It's called God's unmerited favor. Acts sixteen thirty one tells us to believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. Preachers, people sometimes muddle up what the Word of God tells us, and we throw out all the qual- all these qualifiers. Visit the sick, give the offerings, love your neighbor, and you might make it in. Believe. When you believe and build a relationship with the Lord, He begins a purging process in your life, and He starts cleaning up the areas that you struggle with. Sometimes say, Pastor, I, I get Christian, but I'm still struggling with my language. He will help you through that. He knows your heart. See, He knows your heart. Stop looking in the mirror and slapping yourself because you don't measure up. I've got news for you. None of us do, but he has forgiven you, and he has given you life eternal. We cannot measure up on our own. The scripture, uh, most of all, that you're familiar with is Romans three twenty-two through 24 The righteous is given faith in Je- through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have fa- sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace to the redemption that came By Jesus Christ. You're all justified by Jesus Christ if you believe. Yes, the scripture says we all have fallen short. But because of Jesus, we are heaven bound. We have sinned, but we are forgiven. We need to live with purpose like Jesus did. Jesus was sent with a purpose. In fact, Luke 4.43 says, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other town. Also, because that is why I was sent. Jesus made it clear. He was sent to share the good news of heaven to the world. And folks, we are wi- we are like wise. Uh, we'd be wise to be called to do the same. We love passing it on to somebody else. We should love passing it on to somebody else. Somebody says, well, that's the pastor's job. I'm too busy. We are in this together, folks. He needs all of us. All those who believe in Jesus need to be living Jesus, sharing Jesus, living with purpose. The purpose to enter in should... Uh, I'll be on all our hearts. Most do it. I really believe most people do that. Most believers really like to live their faith. I've got tremendous people in the in the church I pastor that live their faith, and I think I have a couple families that have brought multitudes of people over the years because they're so in love with God, and they're so in love with being in the house of God. Luke thirteen twenty four. Jesus says, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter... And will not be able to. Do you hear that? Many will enter, and I tell you, will not be able to. And then there's people saying, yes, yeah, because they haven't earned it. They haven't, you know, done all these things. No. It's because they're not really believing. They're not trusting in him. You know, he says, you know, you can do all these things. Remember? He said, oh, you can visit the sick. You can do all these things. Give to the poor. Whatever matters. But you got to know him you got to walk with him. You have to have a relationship with him. It's not an earned thing. You don't get 12 stars because you helped the old lady across the street. You know, it's great to do. Don't get me wrong. Do those things because he tells us, you know, he wants us to do good works. He makes that very clear in the Bible. He wants us to do good works. But it's not the good works that send you to heaven. It's believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died for your sins and that you are born again and that you've been baptized and you've received the Holy Spirit, then you know what? You're going to be in heaven with him. Well, you know, we notice that Jesus uh, does not answer the question with a direct, because some said, Lord, only a few people are going to be saved. That's when we responded, make every effort to enter the narrow door. But we notice that Jesus does not answer the question with a direct yes or no. He has posed to him, nor is he obligated to do so. But question is valuable that offers opportunity to establish a more important teaching point. The first order of business is not to inquire about how many or few will be saved. And, you know, folks, I just caught that was just really all over the place there. And I apologize for that in my mind. My mind gets racing. Sometimes I'm thinking, I don't say that very clearly. that really. Wasn't very clear. But listen to the rest of this. But the business, the important phrase is this. He says, make every effort, translates a Greek word from which we get our word agonize. I was used in uh, reference to Greece's athletic games in describing the kind of determined effort that is necessary to ad- achieve victory. Make every effort to agonize over, to make sure that you're serious about making every effort that people comes to know Je- come to know Jesus Christ. He wants us to refrain from being a passive observer. He wants us to be alive in our walk with him. He wants us to live Jesus out. Not just say we believe. It's really easy to say, if I believe. I believe. Oh, I believe. Yes. Are you a Christian? I believe. Do you? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is coming again? Do you believe that someday every eye will see him and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord? Make an effort to follow Jesus. You've heard the com- the commercial from the service. Be all you can be. Be all you can be. The different service uh, branches. Folks, we need to be all we can be in, uh, in our walk with God. I can tell you this. It's not going to necessarily be easy. Because the world is out there always trying to get us to turn our back on Him. Always trying to get us to think that, hey, we've got to do a zillion things to get in line. I've heard people say, Pastor, I can never be worthy. And you're right, not a one of us could ever be worthy because we're not, because Jesus went to the cross for us. But he will help you when you give your life to him. When you say, Jesus, today I believe in you and walk with him, he will be your God, you will be his people, he will see you through troubled times, he will see you through those times that you fall down and nick your nick your um, your knee. He will lift you up, he will say, Keep going. When the enemy says you're not doing enough, he will say, Yesh, I'm enough in you, I will help you. I will give you strength. I will purge the sin in your life. He will get that out. you know walking with god it's a it's a walk, it's not a run, it's a walk. We walk to the we walk in the presence of Almighty God, and every day we grow in Him. That's why you spend time with him. that's why you spend time in His word. You spend time in prayer, you spend time in your fellowship in the various churches you go to. You know, it is time to be serious about our walk with God and truly believe in Him and trust in Him. And through that, He will give you good works to do. You'll do good works. You'll do great things because you're following Him. Well, folks, I hope today is filled with glory for you. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208 362